Boys and ghouls, and welcome back to Movie Reel. I'm your host, Kevin Tracy. I'm Samantha Tomlinson, and your uh, your Halloween scary voice finally has returned. I know. I, I'm finally over my my ghoulish cough, and I'm just ready to just fully dive into the season, <laughs> head first, swan dive right into this kiddie pool of fun and nostalgia. Let's just get right into it, shall we? Yeah, so uh, what do we do on this podcast, Kevin? I'm glad you asked. We talk about movies, review them, dissect them, and just generally make fun of them and decide whether or not if they're real or not based on how absurd or realistic they portray themselves. And boy, oh boy, do we have a doozy for you tonight. Uh, the movie that we picked tonight to continue on the theme of zombies uh, is Return of the Living Dead uh, from uh, 19... Uh, uh, from 1985. I almost said 86. It's kind of a loose sequel to Return of the Living Dead. It kind of like roughly exists in the same universe, but kind of like its own thing. It's very confusing and it's not very fleshed out on if the events of uh, the Night of the Living Dead are a part of this or or vice versa, because I know the Night of the Living Dead universe has like its uh, its uh, preset like sequels. It's like you know Day of the Dead, Dawn of the Dead, uh, like Diary of the Dead, like all all of those movies. But it's really confusing for this one because one of the writers for this one, John A. Russo, was also one of the lead writers in Night of the Living Dead, the original one with George Romero. So it's very confusing. But this movie is very fun and it kind of stands on its own. But yeah, what, what what did you think of this one, Sam? I I was uh I'm always a little confused by this movie sometimes, but in the best of ways. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, <laughs> it's okay. Like, yeah, so, that's it. That's it. <laughs> end of podcast. Yeah. Um. No, when you had said that it's sort of a sequel, I didn't quite understand what that meant. And then right in the beginning. Uh, so it's this guy who's working at a medical like where like supply like warehouse, and his like immediate like supervisor is telling him, you know that movie Night of the Living Dead? It's based on a real case where corpses there was like great there was something that made corpses kind of move around as if they were alive. Yeah. And the way he was talking about, I was like, oh, okay, that's why this is like sort of is and isn't a sequel. It's more it's more just Night of the Living Dead is in this universe yeah it's like it's it exists both as a movie but also as like a a real situation that happened in that universe but it was like it was very much swept under the rug rather than it it got out of control like in the uh the rest of the the dead series the george romero dead series but also in this like in this movie they kind of the so the writer definitely had a lot of fun kind of you know springboarding off of uh the original night of the living dead because there are a lot of like moments of that's how you like you know like you stab it in the head or like, that's how you kill it in the movie it's like but <laughs> that's a movie like, yeah it's got yeah you know it's got one of those that's not a, this is a that was a movie this is real life like that's the vibe for a couple <laughs> of these part of this movie but um yeah, I will say this right away. This is not a movie to watch by yourself. It is a movie to watch with other people. Um, you know, or with like, copious amounts of alcohol involved. This is this is definitely I, like 
uh, like one of those like goofy like party time kind of movies. Like it definitely has like a party vibe to it. Oh yes, there's even literally a line where uh, so our main question mark character, uh, Freddie, his friends and his girlfriend, who is hilarious because she's like a preppy little like cutesy girl from the '80s, and all of these friends are like punk rockers, mohawks, like. Yeah. It's the most, like, diverse cast of personalities that would yes. not mesh in the real world. Like, she's, like, this, like, like cute, naive, like, girl's next, like, girl next door kind of type. And then we got, like, this, like, punk rock alt chick with, like, who, like, cuts herself. And we got, like, this, like, like raging pervert who's, like, hitting on, like, all the girls in that group. And then we got, uh, uh, oh, what what's his name? Um suicide i don't remember what he contributed yeah but yeah, that was yeah suicide yeah yeah suicide he was just like i dude i can't i could not get a read on that guy it's like he's he's I like barely remember him i remember his name <laughs> and i remember he dies basically all in, yeah. the names of this group are um people are like trash suicide uh spider and, yes, your favorite is yes, Spider. Yes, but hang on, we'll get there. But hang on, um, <laughs> there literally, there's a scene in the beginning where we where we meet them, and they're walking down the street, going, oh, "Where are we gonna party tonight? The park? The parking lot? Hey, let's go to the cemetery that's right across from Freddy's work." And you're like, "What? Hell yeah!" First of all, even if this wasn't a like a horror or comedy horror movie, that still seems very disrespectful. And what that's while there, uh, trash is her name, yes. I believe. Oh, trash. Oh, Casey. That was yeah, the Ka- other one. Yeah, Casey and Scuds. Yeah. <laughs> lovely, lovely names. That's what they my parents are going to name me if I was a, a boy. Uh, Scuzz. Yes. Ah, lovely name, Scuzz. Scuzz Tomlinson. You have your mother's eyes. <laughs> you have your mo- Scuzz Tomlinson. Um. Uh, but there's literally a scene where Trash is like, do you ever think about death? I want to be, when I die, I want to be violent. I want a bunch of men to rip off my clothes. And she just rips off her clothes and then is completely naked and just starts dancing on a, like a tombstone. And even, and even people, and even the friends are like, oh God, Trash is naked again. Like she does this all the time. And then the rest of the movie, she's just wearing a shirt and like, no bottom. <laughs> yeah, no, she's she's like ninety percent naked for like the rest of the movie to like a hundred percent naked. It's like And, and then yeah, when she it, becomes a zombie when she becomes a zombie, she's just like full you know, naked. Oh, yeah. yeah, pretty much naked. It's like of course. Like duh. But Yeah, like uh, the, I think the yeah. like the only thing she's wearing are like the like the, the uh what are they called? Like leg warmers? Like the the uh, Is that what yeah. they're called? The, yeah, yeah, like I don't know. You know, popular 80s fashion. If anything, it kind of reminds me of um, that scene in Velocipaster where the Velocipaster is, like, wearing just, like, the girl's shirt and he's the Velma shirt and he's just, like, the Velma shirt and he's just, like, pulling it down as he walks. (laughs) It it reminded me of that, except, I mean, that was meant to be funny, whereas this, I was like, 
I, I, this movie doesn't take itself that seriously. Yeah. Oh, by the way, speaking of Velocipaster, apparently, um, the sequel is, or like news of the sequel is going to be coming out later this month. And I'm really excited about that. Cause they, they have been saying that they're going to be making a second one to that for a while now, but apparently now, like we're getting some more, um, like confirmation or news about it later. Oh God. That's awesome. <laughs> we yeah. <were> awesome. <laughs> Yeah, no, like, I, I had to mention that it's at some point. <laughs> oh, God, that's awesome. I, I So anyway, back to the zombies. <laughs> so much. Anyway. I, um, I know you do. <laughs> you, do. You love, like, bad movies so much. But that one in particular is a gem. <laughs> it really is. And it's a very short gem, too, which is nice. But um, yeah. anyway, uh, so, oh, yeah, the reason Spider is my favorite is because while I was watching this, I was like, this guy kind of looks familiar. And then it suddenly hit me and I texted Kevin. I was like, oh, my God, it's the voodoo man from the live action Scooby-Doo. <laughs> and I text back, like, out of everything that's happening in the movie, that's what you're taking away from this. <laughs> There's so much going on. <laughs> it's just like, this is this is not the priority <laughs> that you should be focusing on. <laughs> but I, and I'm glad he survived for most of the movie, at least. I was like, thank Thank God. Because he was actually, out of everybody, he was one of the few, he was one of the few people of this friend group that I didn't find irritating or stupid or panic. He was just like following, being told, he's told what to do and he was just doing it in terms of protecting themselves from zombies. Do we want to talk about why the, why zombies are just starting to pop up sure i mean that seems like a natural thing to go to because that seems to be the thing you should be focusing on uh you know i was i was just really excited that the voodoo man uh does other things (laughs) yes he had other work beside this I, i remember he was also in one of the friday the 13th movies like i think around the same time this same this movie came out i'll have to check out his imdb later but yeah he i I do remember he was in one of the the night of the living dead sequels which also had uh uh yeah it had suicide in it as well they were in the same movie together it's the it's like they're back to back on the poster it's like uh, suicide and spiders big adventure (laughs) yeah definitely so uh Basically, like we said, Freddy is working at this uh, medical supply warehouse and his boss, I couldn't, for a second, I could not tell if he was just messing with him or if he was just really hamming it up. But he was like, like talking him about how, you know, like, oh, the, that movie Night of the Living Dead was based on a real case and the military brought the bodies here and (laughs) they just didn't say anything at the time. And so they're just still there in that warehouse. And he's like, do you want to yeah, go it, see them? And he's like, yeah, what? And apparently, they, and apparently they've been there for like 15 years now or something like that. Some like insanely long amount of time. Yeah. And he's like, do you want to go see them? And he's like, see what? He's like, the corpse. Like, he's just overplaying. Not overplaying it, I guess. Because, yeah, there's just a bunch he's, of... He's telling, he's telling a ghost story. He's, he's like messing with the new guy. Yeah, but they're actually there. It's it's yeah. not he's there's nothing to mess with him about like they're still there but then they he shows him uh, the bodies and he it, he like he's like oh they're military they're made by the military they these things will break and just with one like what kick it breaks yeah, open he, yeah he, yeah he yeah he smacks the the side of this like 
like oil drum basically and it just starts spurting out this like um this like toxic fart cloud that knocks them <laughs> out and then like reanimates like all like the uh like dead bodies and like partial corpses in that that medical warehouse that they're in and this is like when we get our credits and you know the the title and it's just they're unconscious we don't know how long they're unconscious for because we cut to a girlfriend what's her name i want to say it's sally kate uh uh (laughs) that's the vibe i got um tina okay i was very off tina Um, (laughs) she seems like a sally to me You know, you can call her whatever you want, but I'm going to give her, I'm going to call her by her, her God-given that's, that's name. <laughs> so Philomena and uh, Freddy's friends decide, like, you know, they're going to hang out at the cemetery because Freddy's going to come meet up with them. And, you know, Trash decides to be naked and dance on a corpse. And on, I a, no, on, part, on, a, like, on a tombstone, not on a corpse. Oh, not on a t- Jesus. <laughs> what movie did you <laughs> <Yes>. watch? <laughs> The unrated. Yeah, you, you watched the porn parody of this. No wonder you thought it was weird. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. You know there is one of oh, those. Oh, 100%. 100%. It may not be the exact movie, but same genre, which is close enough. I remember when you told me that somebody, you watched this, somebody took uh, a porno and they cut <laughs> oh my God, out you're all not the telling, sex. You're not telling this story. No! No, no, no. <laughs> no they cut out the sex. <laughs> and you just have to follow along the story and I want to watch that so bad. That must have yeah. been so funny. It, yeah, okay, so yeah, like, in case you didn't hear it over me screaming, <laughs> um, so... Cut this out, you, you want? No, 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 no it's fine. <laughs> Fuck it. The cat's out of the bag now. Um, so... Years ago, uh, I think it was on YouTube, of all places. Yeah, guy, so I, if it's also so, on yeah, YouTube. <laughs> yeah, like, I doubt it's there anymore. I, like, I've yet to find it again. But someone took this, like, this, basically a porno movie and uh, edited out all the, uh, like, nudity and sex scenes in the movie. But, like, all the scenes, like, leading up and after them having sex are still <laughs> in it. It's like, so, like, there's, like, a lot of heavy flirting. It's like, Oh hey, like what do you got there? It's like why don't I show you? Music starts and then it immediately cuts to music fading out at like the very end, and then continuing with the movie. And, like the whole premise was like these quote unquote college kids. I think the youngest person there was like thirty five, are spending the night in a haunted like uh, Hollywood mansion oh, that was like that that belonged to like some like starlet from like the nineteen thirties, and it's like. We gotta, we gotta uh, investigate this for our paranormal class for extra credit, and uh, uh, if we really want to pass this class, because uh, you know I need this degree, otherwise my parents are gonna kill me. It's like motherfucker, you don't know. No, your parents are, are in a retirement village in Florida. Shut up, <laughs> you're fine. There was this, uh, this uh, last last year, my friends and I like we watched like a dumb like Hallmark esque kind of like cheesy Christmas movie, and it's like this girl who has her dream job in new york and then you know she decides to not take it <laughs> for probably stupid reasons but the guy that yes. was her dad uh, we were all like what the hell because he clearly was in his like late 30s or early 40s and just made up to look like he was older so it looked so loot it just looked ridiculous it was so stupid it's like you couldn't just find someone in their like 50s or 60s you had to just make up this like 
40 or it was so weird i think we looked it up and he was like in his 30s or something and it was the most bizarre oh thing i'd ever oh like i don't understand but that's actually kind of funny <laughs> but speaking of bizarre movies i don't understand return of the living dead um <laughs> yeah the friends are all just like hanging out and then at the cemetery dancing and once being naked not dancing on a corpse and uh then it's yeah. the fumes <laughs> from the like poison like gas or whatever that was in the containers yeah. uh yeah the the, the toxic fart <laughs> what brought the zombies back they basically goes up like the chimney and then it rains well, no 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 that 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 no 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 that that didn't happen till later so it reanimated uh the the body that was in the medical right. warehouse they had to like try to like freddie and like his like supervisors like his his supervisor and like his boss like owns like the company they had to deal with the body they tried killing it by like you know putting like a like a pickaxe through its head and it's like it didn't work they tried cutting the head off it didn't work so they just cut up all the bodies and then they take it to um the uh mortuary at the same cemetery who which is run by like like my favorite character in the movie ernie i could have um, done without the group of friends if this was just about um ernie and the boss it, it was it was bert <laughs> bert and ernie and bert- and Frank was the like supervisor, which I didn't realize that until after I looked this up. That was like, fuck! How I did, did not we not make about, that joke I didn't earlier. think about it at all while I was watching. But <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Uh, Bert goes to Ernie and is like, "Hey, I have a corpse," or he tells him that they're uh, rabid weasels. Yeah, rabid. Yeah, and he's rabid like, "Just weasels. I'll take it out back and shoot it." And then they show him, and for some reason, the guy. I don't remember. How, did they specify how he died? He's like yellow, his skin, the corpse, and he like grips onto Ernie's like yeah. pants and rips the pant leg, and he basically is like, "They're like, can you?" Oh, right, it's this part. He um, they ask him if he can uh, they, they uh, cremate it. He does, the and then the fumes from that go right, right. I I forgot about. That whole sequence, you, 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 you of skipped, them, yeah, you skipped a, a couple steps, of them, but like, yeah, decapitating and trying to like cutting us, like basically just, just completely like going ape and like trying to like, you know, cut off, cutting off its limbs, its head, because they have, because it's not just it won't die by being stabbed in the head, and they're like, I think it was was it that scene or the scene later where they say like, that's what happened in the movie. This isn't gonna. Like this is real life or something. Yeah, that 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 happened. Yeah, yeah, that that happened in like the warehouse when like the first sealing of the body, and that I really like that because it kind of adds like this like extra layer of fear of like how the hell do we stop these things if we can't kill them? Like we we like they chop that thing up into itty bitty bite sized pieces, and the thing like still like grabs onto Ernie. It still has like an iron grip. It like rips his pants when he's like trying to take this thing off. And that's just the arm. Like this thing still has like a lot of strength to it. Um, so like literally every single piece of it is still alive and still has like some kind of like uh, movement and can in control of itself. But it was just really scary. It's like, if you can't stop it by disassembling it and like cutting its head off and like, you know, cracking its skull open with a, with a, with a pick 
um, then then how do you stop this thing? So when they burn it, and it's like, okay, that seems to be like the end of that. And I thought that like, oh, maybe there were like a couple other bodies in like the warehouse or like the bodies and the drums were going to get out and that was going to have like some effect on the rest of the movie. No, them burning it caused this like acid rain cloud that rained over the cemetery and raised all the bodies in there and just escalates from that point forward. And it's like, oh, okay, so... Now we got yeah, a party on our hands. We talked about this um, last time, but like when you have like not sorry not last time. I mean last year when we talked about uh, thirty days of night. We have vampires, cool, and the one thing that's taken away is the sun. So it means that they can roam about freely. Okay, that's bad, and all of the things in that in like myths and lore that usually be able to protect people, such as like you know it can't. They can't just, like, walk into houses. They have to be invited in. Or, um, seems like they were able to be shot and stuff. But they were easily killed. But, like, they had, you know... Yeah, yeah, you you, you can you could stop Yeah, them. but, like, yeah. it was still... They were much scarier because they didn't follow the normal uh, tropes. And I feel like this... I actually found these... These I keep wanting to say mummies. These zombies, <laughs> much. <laughs> I mean, mummies are basically just as Egyptian zombies. Basically, with extra steps. Uh, <laughs> like let's but, be um, real here. They uh, they are much harder to kill, and they can't figure out how to kill them. But also, they are. We talk and we talked about this in uh, Night of Living Dead. The, those zombies I thought were like fairly intelligent. These ones are really messed up. It's like creepy how smart they are. Like it's very concerning how smart they are. There's literally a scene later. So paramedics show up and they kill the paramedics. And one of them literally grabs like the uh, like the radio. It says the send radio. more yeah. paramedics. Yeah, like they're, they're, they yeah they set up traps that are able to talk in like full sentences. They like and uh and, like later on in the movie they manage to like you know like get like uh, like half of like a corpse inside like the like the upper torso of like a da- lady that's been dead for a really long time it's like a really like shriveled up like prune of a body like picture like the the really like old lady from that episode of spongebob's like <laughs> i hate chocolate like picture that but as a zombie with arms um <laughs> And and they like strap it down to like the, the examination table in the in the warehouse. And it's like, why are you doing this? It's like, oh, I want brains. And it's like, it it helps make the pain go away. It's just like they're doing this out of the like, it, it like it hurt. It, like the way they rationalize it is that they're doing this to like like minimize the pain of being dead because apparently they're just constantly in pain. Like that's why they're like moaning and groaning and stuff like that. They're not doing this out of like malicious intent or anything like they're not like a like a some like mindless force of nature they're doing this purely because they basically need like a dopamine hit so that they don't feel like they're this in was pain interesting um these were not like unentertaining zombies i found them a little bit more overall this movie i definitely enjoyed a little bit more than Night of Living Dead, but also Night of Living Dead was very much just about the people, whereas this is still about the people, but it was a little more modern, so it was showing what the destruction yeah. that the zombies, that the chaos that the zombies were causing. And, and the characters had so much more of a personality. Yes. It's like, the, it's like, 
oh, like I'm an asshole. I'm I'm gonna do the right thing, and I'm gonna play devil's advocate, and I'm just gonna be catatonic to the last five minutes of the movie where I immediately die. <laughs> it, it was like there there's more characters, there's more character dynamic dynamics, there's a lot more fun like uh like relationships that and banter between everyone. Um and also there's a really fun soundtrack for this. Like, do you want to party? Like when the zombies are first like popping out of the ground, they're playing that, like, uh, like, like that song. It like, it really kind of like, like kind of pumps you up for like the movie. It's like, Oh, this is really fun. Like it's, it's, this is nightmare fuel, but this is really fun. Yeah. I almost wish that the zombies were a little bit more, like, like a little bit more silly, kind of like in, like in gremlins. When they, uh, you know, they show up at the old the person's house and they're dressed yeah. in like hats. And someone at work was asking me about that. He's like, "Have you seen Gremlins?" I'm like, "Yeah." He's like, "Where did they get those little hats and scarves?" <laughs> I'm like, "You know what?" Lawn gnomes. That's a Why not? Interesting point. But yeah, like that was, and it didn't. It was like kind of funny, but it didn't take away from the fact that this is actually very horrifying. I think the the zombies were. It, it, we saw how smart they were. We understood now why they were eating brains and we saw just like all the destruction that they were able to cause they called a basically it was like there was like what a scene where a, what a cop is leading a bunch of like other like you know trying to get a bunch of other cops to come and then the cops all get out of their car and the zombies just attack them like that was actually that'd be i can't imagine how horrifying this that would be these are actually oh yeah really, well, right no i know but like even like the shop like the scene i was like wow, damn, these are really, they're, I mean, I, we've already established how smart they were, but, like, it showed just actually how, like, despite the ridiculousness of some of it, that it was, that they are actually creepy, that there is, like, I just wish there was either a little bit more creepiness slash some more silliness to them. Because um, I think, but I do think these were better zombies than the last ones, which the last ones were just supposed to be stoic and just, not stoic, sorry, uh, like, like just wait stoic yeah that makes sense they're just like there yeah they're just walking they're not really doing much else um these ones talk which is like also kind of creepy yeah no it's and it's really unsettling because like uh and this is also kind of like weird like the whole trope of like where brains comes from or like how like zombie is like traditionally you know like they're they just constantly want to eat your brains and all that like it's a very like well-established like stereotype and i i want to say like it more or less originated from this movie and we're kind of given a reason why the zombies want that but we also get like the iconic line from the tar man zombie the the zombie that's that came from the uh the the military like oil drum that that started this whole thing is him like stumbling around and yelling brains and in like that really creepy voice and he's like all like melted and like covered in like all this like goo and slime for being in that drum for like 15 years um it, it's really just iconic that this is where it more or less all started from and like yeah like that's awesome there i was also realizing like during this like as we went on i'm like they must have had so much fun these actors probably had so much fun making this. Yeah, definitely. We find out later, uh, just jumping ahead, um, um, uh, because of his exposure to the the gas from when they uh, 
bro- broke the container. Uh, Frank, Frank uh, who is his like supervisor, and uh, Freddy have are basically zombies. And the paramedics. This was actually really. <laughs> this was. It was actually a, it was an interesting scene, and I almost wish if it was not in such a brightly lit room, and if there were like more, if they played around with the lighting more, it would have been a little bit more sinister. But they're just having this casual conversation where the paramedics are like, "You don't have a pulse, and we don't. You don't have a heartbeat, but yeah, your, yeah. Your temperature is room temperature. Got, they had it was like what seventy degrees. They're like, you're." dead yeah but you're not dead but you're dead like they didn't know what to make of it and then yeah they're yeah. zombies and uh it <laughs> and then later uh freddie just is trying to like kill his girlfriend and you know as you do co- totally unrelated to the zombie thing but um but like literally him just breaking out of they literally lock him him and frank in a chapel as they're like turning and she wants of course to stay with freddie and then she's he's chasing them later and he's just like knocking over everything oh yeah full on just like (laughs) like toddler with a tantrum level of just like knocking shit over like instead of like just sweeping everything off the table he just like knocks the whole table over and like kicks it like three times because like at this point they like threw like um acid in his face because they like oh like we have this like maybe we can use this to like like throw it at the zombies so we can get to the cars and escape because they, they they've been trying to get to like uh ernie's like hearse and like the paramedics like van to like get out of the uh to get out of there but like there's there's too many zombies like between them and there to to do that so it's like well shit we can try but i don't know if we'll succeed yeah it's yeah <laughs> So we said before that the military kind of brought these containers to this warehouse and yeah. it doesn't make sense. And then literally it's this like military general who's just like walking around all sad, like Charlie Brown style. His wife's like, how was your day? And she <laughs> basically he's like, he's like, how well, his wife's like, how was your day? And he's like, shut up, Carol. Like he's just being a dick to everyone. And he's like, if only we could find those, uh, like like waste bins or whatever like, whatever yeah, they're called. Like, and, yeah, like their conversation could have just devolved into it's like I want a divorce. I know. <laughs> like they're 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 like uh like maritable they're like they have like very like noticeable like marital issues and it's kind of funny. I don't know why. They yeah, and it's like it's stupid. It's all just him being a dick, but he's just like very upset that they can't find these uh these containers with these exposed dead people. And then, um, uh, Ernie, they, not Ernie, sorry, uh, later, uh, Bert, <laughs> Bert and Ernie. calls, calls the military, Bert calls the military to say, Hey, we have your containers and zombies are taking over our town. Please do something. And, uh, but, so there's like in this in this point of the movie um so fr- so the movie is kind of a little bit of a light template of the original night of the living dead i say light because it's not i wouldn't say it's not like a cookie cutter it's just the exact same thing just different people yeah. like well i mean a lot of zombie movies have like that natural progression of like oh there's like maybe like one or two things the situation like escalates very quickly because like that's how yeah no 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 work. i don't i don't and mean then, that like there's either like some kind of like 
you know, military like um, intervention or, or all the characters like get away. <laughs> Damn it. I thought I could, my cough got away. Damn it. <laughs> the cough, the cough keeps that keeps on coming. Uh, I guess. I don't know. I don't really know what the I, joke was there. Anyway. <laughs> I feel like you gave up halfway through that sentence. <laughs> I could feel it. I could feel the pun leaving. You could feel the pun. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't know. But, uh... <laughs> but, yeah, no. I, I what, I'm, what I mean more is, like, there's... There, pretty, there is a sequence that's similar to uh, Night of the Living Dead, where they basically just, they have to go out and get the car and because there's so many, but this time it's actually successful ish. Uh, spider yeah. and, and, um, Bert. Bert and spider is the most useful one. Well, the first one dies because, uh, girlfriend is being attacked by a zombie in a pretty horrific way. She locks herself yeah. in a closet and he uses like a, the hook from like a, um, like, like a, a meat hook or something. Yeah, like a meat hook and is, like, gonna pull on it to, like, rip the door open so he can eat her. And, uh, is that Suicide who dies? I think, like, kind of... S- suicide dies, like, early on in the beginning when they, um, uh, find Tina trapped in the medical yeah. warehouse. T- yeah. Being, uh, that's, that's yeah, what... being attacked by Tarman, who was smart enough to use, like, a, like a winch to, like, pry open these like cabinet doors like you said like these zombies are scary smart yeah yeah and um the tarm his the makeup for tarman is really great the oh yeah so good um but yeah so that's when suicide dies and spider is the most useful one of the group um he's just kind of doing whatever ernie and he's like he i don't know him Bert and Ernie are all working very well together. Um, <laughs> I can't, I can't no, not I laugh at it. It's a weird ass episode of Sesame Street. <laughs> but basically, I, I yeah. want, yeah, I want to see the episode of Sesame Street and the the inevitable episode where the count just goes on like a blood fueled rampage. <laughs> oh God! Um. <laughs> One body. Ah, ah, ah. Two dead bodies. <laughs> He's a vampire, Sam. Don't deny it. <laughs> Don't deny the truth. Um, <laughs> That's what Jim Henson wants you to forget. Jesus. Um, um, but anyway, so Spider and Bert uh, are able to get into a car but the zombies are all around them and so they have to drive away and tina and ernie are like or tina's like they left us it's like well they can't what they can't there's cup they're covered in zombies they have to lure them away or they have to get rid of them somehow and they end up um back at the medical warehouse where uh casey and horny guy are hiding and this is when he calls the military and there's we get Basically, we're getting to kind of the end game where literally everyone's backed into a yeah. corner and there is no way out. Yeah, like, yeah, t- yeah, yeah. Tina and Ernie are, are trapped in like the attic of the mortuary, and Freddy, who is a zombie at this point, is like breaking in. Um, Scuzz and Casey are the only like, sur- and Spider are like the only surviving members of like that friend group are with Bert in the basement of the medical lab. And they're all trapped, and zombies have 
uh, attack the police so many times that they've set up a perimeter and the zombies keep attacking the police and escaping that perimeter and pushing further and further into the city. So, yeah, it, the situation is escalating and the military's response is they drop a giant, basically a giant fucking mortar and destroy like 20 city blocks and kill 4,000 people in the process. It's like, all right, well, that solved that problem. But the thing is, um, so literally in this, in this, in this scene for me, um, so we talked about last time with Night of Living Dead, how I was really upset that Ben died, mainly because he died, his death, it was a mixture of it seemed really stupid, because I took it as like, they made him too smart. There's no way they wanted him to die. And so it's as if they just killed him. Whereas you pointed out that it was a heartbreak. No, it was like he survived this horrifying event and then he dies. Like, so he never, you know, there is no, there's no survivors. And in this case, I actually felt that this made, this made a lot more sense to me because how there, what else what more could the characters do? Yeah, like the zombies are basically unkillable by like any means that they are capable of right now, aside from just straight up melting the bodies, which for all they know, that would just contaminate more bodies and escalate the problem further. And it it, it, it seemed like no matter what they could do, there was no conceivable way that they could win. They could they could try and outlast this and like sit it out but eventually it would just spread and spread and spread and became become too big of a problem that no one could solve it and and it just i kind of like that that it's just like this inevitable problem that is just going to be everyone's problem so it's like it's it's everyone's fight even if you don't know it. So I, I kind of like that. And it, it kind of has like um some like weird moral of like, oh, and this is why you should never hold on to like stolen property kids. This is what's going to happen or some shit like that. Um, but no, I, I really like this movie. It's, it's just, it's a fun, it's not really campy, but it does have like campy moments of just really fun, like gore and, and like fun, like, goofy horror moments that the 80s were yeah like oh yeah for sure for but, at this point uh there is a scene in here that i thought was that i definitely was not expecting and it's just like a implication um because i think you know you can read it as other you could take it and oh. however you want to take it but there's literally a scene where um so yeah uh like you said freddie is trying to uh kill tina and ernie they're up in the attic of the mortuary and uh she's freaking out which is i can't imagine how horrific that would be her boyfriend she's been by his side she's been by his side oh, because yeah. he's sick and he's like doesn't really know what's happening to him and then he's just trying to kill her and um he's trying to like you know he's banging on the door trying to get in and you see ernie pull out a gun yeah he, he he's had a gun for like the entire movie he's yeah. like, a, like a luger and he's been using it very very he's been very cavalier about it and he's been like blasting shots every once in a while like it's done no it's had real no effect on any of the zombies but yeah. i mean hey it's and, an option um, <laughs> he's got a but gun literally it was just like it took i was like is he gonna and at first i thought is he gonna kill tina to keep her quiet and then i'm like well that wouldn't make sense because 
a Freddie knows they're there. B uh, like that wouldn't that would just make their hiding spot that would ruin their hiding spot because it would be loud. But like. Is yeah. he just planning on attempting to shoot Freddy? I was occurring to me. I was like, it's not going to, we know that, you know, a gun's not going to work against a zombie in, in this world. So is he going to just mercy kill her? Like that's kind of dark. Uh, I, yeah, I think the implication, yeah, I think the implication that it's like, he that's, was going to mercy kill Tina that's himself. Kind of, that's very dark. And that's, I also, I like that it was really, that it was subtle that it wasn't like a big well because i mean if it was a, a bigger deal yeah. it would have been more of like a plot point or part of the story where it was just simply we just see he has a gun very close to him and tina it's like because i mean i guess yeah i would rather die that way than be eaten oh i'm already gonna probably be eaten alive by a zombie i'd rather be dead first <laughs> like yeah and and it's it's quick it's relatively painful compared to whatever non-merciful kill you're going to get by the hands of these zombies so yeah i would i would eat a bullet at that point honestly that's that that seems like the especially in this kind of a zombie situation where you can't even kill the zombies like if it's a situation where like you could kill the zombies then like maybe i might go down fighting but i'm i'm yeah no in this situation there's really no way you can't win no matter what they do they do everything right but there's no conceivable way that they can win yeah that's what I found interesting about about this movie was because, like, we see that there's people in Night of the Living Dead, like, going out and, like, killing zombies that they find. Which I'm like, what a fun movie that would have been. Yeah. I, yeah, I would have loved to have seen, like, like a spinoff. Like, even, like, a short, like, movie of just, like, that, like, zombie, like, hit squad that that sheriff had with his boys, like, running around, like, house to house and, like, throwing them on, on, uh, on like, pyres and yeah. stuff like that burning the bodies like that would be so much fun like 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 that would be like i mean that would be i feel like that would kind of be like taxing after a while because like you're essentially killing people but i mean they're zombies so it's like that kind of like takes some of the guilt off but i mean yeah like the more you think about it like the more like how mentally exhausting and taxing that would be because like you're you're still like having to like kill a lot of things they may not necessarily be a lie but i mean you're you're taking them out permanently and i guess i guess in night living dead though like they i mean because i I think that was just there was just so much unknown but also there were people out there that were trying to get rid of like you know these random creatures that nobody these like you know undead people whereas like in this nobody really knows what's going on it's just in this like section of the town easily could have you know kind of spread to the whole to the whole town so it kind of just it makes i oddly enough kind of like this ending because it makes it makes a lot of sense for me um but it makes it made more sense to me than i living dead you convinced me that that was that that ending is good <laughs> in Night of Living Dead. Like, I agree with what you had said. Um, but for this, I was like, yeah, there's nothing else to do. There is yeah. nowhere else for them to go. Like, there's no place to hide anymore. There, there really isn't. And um, I, I do like the fact that it was like, it did end on that. Um, I guess like Stinger, like Cliffhanger ending, like kind of like, uh, like a bit of a sequel bait. Because there are sequels to these movies. Like, I don't think it had like... Um, 
like the stinger ending that we had like i think it was like they just recovered like the barrels and like moved them out and then shit went south from there but uh the the kicker ending from this was they had um they had the military had like bombed that city they killed like four thousand people they they torched like like 20 blocks and it's like yeah, all things considered, that seems like acceptable losses, like uh, for for like the military to, to kind of like mop up, and um, it's like yeah, the only uh, uh, concerning reports is that we're getting uh, some like burning rain. I wouldn't worry too much about it. Uh, the the rain is uh, uh, putting out the fires. Some people are saying that it's burning, but uh, we we should have this whole thing cleared up by morning. And it's the same burning rain that that reanimated the bodies in the cemetery the first time, and it's just. This one now just has a much wider radius, and we see a bunch of uh, bodies coming out from a, and, a graveyard again, and yeah. the whole thing starts <laughs> just, all over again. Uh, and I was just like, no. Um, but that was... We didn't really talk that much about the burning rain. When the when it starts raining, uh, all of Freddy's friends at the cemetery run... They run out of the cemetery into the car and trash being naked is like, my skin's burning. Someone give me a towel. And I was like, we don't got a, got a towel. Which is like, yeah, why would they have a towel? <laughs> like, um, but they thought she was like trying to grab her clothes as she, uh, like yeah. as they're running away. And then I think she like left stuff behind. Cause she was like, fuck it. <laughs> but implication, but, um, but, um, uh, I think we can kind of, anyway, I think we can kind of get to uh, the question. Kevin, do you think this movie is real? Um, I, I, part of me kind of wants to say that this is real, but part of me says it isn't real because if something that dangerous of an asset had, uh, a, like, basically eluded the military for that long, I feel like, one, they would have tracked backtracked their steps like a hundred times over to try to find what uh oversight led to those barrels being misplaced in a random like medical like warehouse in kentucky or wherever this movie takes place and the fact that it was like misplaced for like 15 years is is insane to me the fact that they couldn't find these four barrels like these things are not easy to 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 not recognize like you would recognize them immediately these are very large noticeable like like six or eight like oil drums with like a viewing like screen on the top of them so like they're very unique looking they're very large and they're very heavy so someone would have had to remember something so the fact that they couldn't find it for 15 years i'm not i'm not really buying that i found believable um for, for the most part. But yeah, the one, the reason why I can't say this was real is because, yeah, I do not buy for a fucking second that one, the military would make a mistake like that and deliver these contaminated corpses to the wrong place. Yeah, that's like saying, it's like, oh no, I accidentally dropped off the nuke at Radio Shack. It's like, no, no, you fucking didn't, you idiot. That's <laughs> that's basically like the, the same thing that you're saying here. Yeah, basically. But also, like, I think... But I also think, like, even if they made a stupid mistake like that, one, they would have quickly figured it out. And two, wouldn't the people who are in that warehouse or work, you know, in that warehouse at the time be, like, realize very quick, like, why wouldn't this, this, if they knew that this wasn't theirs, why didn't they 
at that point call the military because yeah, like yeah like i understand them not calling it at the time this movie takes place because it's been 15 years they'll probably get in a lot of trouble for that but yeah why didn't they call it when they first got it? it's like hey this is kind of this is kind of sketchy like oh let me sit on this over the weekend we'll kind of figure it out from there and retrace our steps and figure out what this is like even then i feel like that's still within a reasonable amount of time for them to call it's like hey we just got these like oil drums what are these and also do you need them because i don't know what they are yeah that still would have been within like a reasonable amount of time for them to not get in like any legal trouble because they did nothing wrong and also or or if like it happened within if this all took place within that time within the time of the you know they've been dropped off they've been dropped off at this warehouse and then they quickly realize these are not for us. This is the military. And if all of this happened and they get exposed, whatever all happens right at that point, because they're realizing that these, you know, contaminated containers aren't theirs. Like, I just find that would have happened soon. All of this whole story would have happened sooner, but I just call bullshit that the military would not have found them by now. And they, whoever was working in said this bit not said building this building at the time would have called and said yeah these aren't ours it's like that is the biggest reason why i cannot say this is real yeah like like i can understand like the military doing like a full-on like plausible deniability campaign it's like oh those aren't ours but we'll take those off your hands because just in case if they're like like hazardous materials or something like that. Like they could have done like a whole lot, like smear campaign on like the medical warehouse mm-hmm. of like, you didn't see anything or like paying for their silence, doing something like that. Um, and, and you know, it, it would have been no real trouble on their part, but the fact that they misplaced these very large, very volatile, very, very dangerous containers and, and not have a single, like shred of evidence on where it went is kind of bullshit. Oh, agreed. Like, yeah, like, like what, what, what happened? Did, did you guys get these and like, uh, the, the, did these guys get the, the containers and like the military got like, like, like uh, a bunch of like fresh corpses and like some like skeletons that need to go to like a vet school or something. Like it, 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 it really made no sense. It, it, no. <laughs> And even if you did, like, you, you could probably, like, find, like, where, like, the address label is supposed to go to for that thing. And, like, oh, hey, let's backtrace where this person was supposed to send it, and we'll just figure it out from there. Like, like I could have done that. <laughs> yeah. It's just, like... But also the fact that it's, like, so these containers are not even, like okay, they were built by the military, but clearly not well if they could easily, just with, like, a little kick, be opened. Well, to be fair, they've been sitting They've been sitting in a really, like, dank and, like, musty, like, warehouse for, like, 15 years, so they're probably, like, really corroded and rusty, because, like, that whole floor just looked wet, so they looked rusty uh, I mean, okay, maybe, I don't so know. That, I, I, so I'm not... So, so I'm not I'm, so I'm not gonna put the full blame on the military <laughs> on that one. That seemed like kind of their part, their fault for storing them improperly. Like if you put a bottle of wine in a fucking like trunk of a car and leave it there over the weekend, is it the winemaker's fault that the the bottle like got the bottle of wine got fucked up? No, it's it's your fault for storing it incorrectly. <laughs> yes. You know, 
<laughs> that is pretty incorrect. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it sounds disgusting. It'd probably be hot. <laughs> oh my god, who wants some who wants some lukewarm wine? Mmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh chunky, my favorite. It's like medieval medieval times. Oh. Okay. Um Alright. Um so yeah, I think yeah. we're both in agreement that this movie is not real. No, I think we've established that. And I can tell I, I you think, why. I I... So I think it's because I call bull. I call bull. I thought you were going to cut me <laughs> off. Okay. No, 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 no. Go for it. Go. No, I want to hear your rant. No, it's just what we said. <laughs> and I thought you were. The military. Yeah. No, no, no. Okay. That's fine. Fine. I guess I won't hear this rant. So I just call um, bullshit that the military would just drop off. <sighs> Kevin. You're supposed to cut me off. No, no, I told, <laughs> I've already established that I don't want to cut you off. This is not, not new information. <laughs> okay, well, yeah. Um, so, Sam, where can these lovely people hear our voices? Um, you can find us on um, pretty much well, anywhere you can find podcasts. So Apple, uh, Spotify, Stitcher, Overcast. Uh, we're, I, we're on YouTube as well. I've been kind of slow with updating, um, but there if you for some reason only listen to us on youtube um we're catching up (laughs) there's new stuff right there um and um we're also on instagram so you know like subscribe comment if it's nice share comment Um, yeah (laughs) yeah we give updates on what's coming up even if you have nothing nice to say even if you have nothing nice to say i thrive off of your hate and violence so feed me that I need that. Just any comment, any interaction. Let's go. What? What? You feed on it? I'm. I'm. Yeah, I'm like the. I'm like the goo from Ghostbusters too. The more hate you give me, the more I'm like a real boy. Uh, it's been a while since I've seen Ghostbusters too. I don't know what the fuck I'm I don't, talking about. I now. don't remember Ghostbusters too that well. All right. Well, on that <laughs> note, uh, I'm Kevin Tracy. I'm Tomlinson. And, um, yeah, so I don't find this real because uh, I don't remember Ghost <laughs> Oh, my God. It's, okay, I'm cutting you off now. You've been listening to Movie Real, folks. Have a spooky if that, night. If anything, Bye-bye. I was just going to say because we don't remember Ghostbusters that well. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.